0: So many times our Christian walk is also like that. We think that we are ready. But when we come to that situation, we realize, God, I'm not ready. So the main reason many times it happens is because we are stuck in our mind. Proverbs 23 verse 7. Proverbs 23 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. So how you are today is what you think in your heart. Okay. It's not about anything else. You, you cannot blame God saying, Oh God did not bring me into this place. God did not do this. We know God finished everything for us. He has blessed us with all blessings. But here it says, As he thinks in his heart, So is he. If you think you are stuck... Then you are stuck in your mind in your life everywhere right so you cannot be thinking right the lame man who was at the beautiful gate from childhood he was there for so many years he was stuck at the beautiful gate he was just stuck he was not able to move so you need to find out why am i stuck here second corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 We destroy arguments Mm. and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Take every thought, say every thought. How many thoughts do you get in a day? Millions, right? Thousands. We can't even count how many thoughts we get, right? One problem, but that one problem may have thousand thoughts. Am I right? Okay, you give room to it. The thoughts can be either negative or positive, right? So you, the Bible tells, take every thought. If thousand thoughts, take thousand thoughts. You understand what I'm telling, right? Take every thought and what it says, every thought captive. You have to catch that thought, okay? You have to listen carefully to this message today. It will set you free. You will definitely see a a different, new direction coming your way. The Bible tells us, take every thought captive. Whatever passes your mind, whatever goes through this place, catch it. Say catch it. Every thought, that is, don't let pass by any thought without you catching it. And what you need to do when you catch it and see whether this thought is obeying Christ Jesus. Amen. Right. So if it obeys, let it pass by. If it doesn't obey, you need to get that thought out. You understand how it works? When there is an issue, when there is anything that you go through, so many thoughts that will come. But every thought that comes, you have to catch that thought. Don't let the p- thought pass by. Catch the thought and see whether that thought is obeying Christ. Is obeying the word of God. If it doesn't obey, then and there you have to stop it. You understand what I'm telling now? Will you do it? So you have to catch every thought. right? So you have to gain control over what you think. Don't let your thought gain control over your life. Gain control over everything that you think. You need to know. God, this is the Bible. Here it says that every lofty opinions, that means your own theories, your own reasonings, everything you have to catch. Okay? Everything you have to catch. You have to gain control over what you think and that will help you. If you are stuck, it will help you to come out. Amen. Right. You don't have to be stuck in your life anymore. Amen. You don't have to be stuck. 1 Peter 5.8 says, be sober minded. Be sober minded, which means your mind has to be disciplined. Your mind has to be controlled. Your mind has to be a sound mind. Right. It has to be, there must be a control, a discipline. Like what I said, if there is a thousand thoughts coming, you need discipline to catch every thousand thoughts. If there's no discipline, you will like, ah, uh, whenever I don't care what I do, what I think, no. No, it cannot be. Be sober-minded means I have to be disciplined in my thought pattern. You have to be disciplined, hallelujah, don't let your thought run haywire, okay, be disciplined, be controlled, say that I am going to take captive every thought and see whether it obeys Christ, hallelujah, so you must know when your mind is stuck, we limit God, I repeat again, when your mind is stuck, we limit God Psalm 78 41 yes again and again they tempted God mm. and limited the Holy One of Israel and limited the Holy One limited God can God be limited but the Bible tells God can be limited All right. Have you ever questioned God? What is this? For us, God is, oh, He's able to do everything. There is nothing too hard for God. You know, in fact, that word Bible tells, is there anything too hard for our God? Which means there is something that is hard for our God. There is something that is hard. Why? Because when man was not there, you know, it was easy for God to do everything it was easy for god to create when when man was added when man was there when there was this partnership between god and man that is the that is the place where this too difficult thing came that is the place where you limit god the bible tells us in 78 psalm 78 41 god can be limited He can be limited. But today you make a decision that God will not be limited in my life. He will not be limited in my life. right? So when man was not in this world, it was so easy for God to do anything. Genesis chapter 1, you know that God said, let there be light. There was light and he saw light. God said and he saw. God said and he saw. There was no, nothing. He said, and he saw he said and he saw you, you understand what i'm telling there was no limitation for god in genesis chapter one so the moment he came into partner with man to make man to rise to the realm of god that made god to be limited that made god look like that he is limited the bible tells they limited the holy one how can you limit god ask this question how can i limit god how can you limit god you know what man's mindset can limit god your mind can limit god when you are stuck in your mind it limits god You understand what I'm telling? When you are stuck in your mind, it limits God. You may have dreams and visions. You may have promises. You may have prophecies that have been spoken over you. But there is no guarantee that you will step into it by default. It is not that, oh, I open it, that's it. My promises will be fulfilled. No. You know, every spiritual possibility is dependent on your mindset it's your mindset so you need to understand that why am i stuck in my life right you need to get that frustration i don't want to be stuck anymore so today you need to set your mind right okay i'll tell you one example of abraham right what did what did the promise what is the promise that god gave abraham that he will be a father of many nations, right? That is the promise. So imagine Genesis 1, when God said it, it happened immediately. And bring that thing same here. God says to Abraham, what we expect? The next month, wife pregnant. Nothing happened. Alright, am I right? Nothing happened. We know that God cannot lie. We know that he is faithful to his word. We know that he's a covenant keeper. When he says something, it will happen. All right, But what happened to Abraham? It took a long time for Abraham. The promise was there. God said, hey Abraham, look, you will be father for many nations. But when there is a continuous pain, when there is continuous delays, when there is continuous limitations, when you are trying and trying and trying and nothing changes and nothing happens, what happens? We will start to justify and we start to build a theology around our understanding and we try to explain why this did not happen. This is what many of us go through. We try and try and try and nothing happens and we form a theology. And we say that, oh, it's not God's will. God is a good God. See, this is why when things are not happening to us, we tend to justify why it did not happen. And it was happening to Abraham. God gave a word to Abraham. And we conclude that God cannot triumph over this situation because it did not work. How many of you be honest and say that I have, I have list of things that didn't happen yet. We all have things that God, I'm waiting. I'm trying, I'm waiting. I want to see this happening. All of us are right. We are there, right? But today you have to check your mind. Why it's not happening? You know what? When Abraham was going through all these things, God kept telling him, hey Abraham, don't forget your promise. Abraham, don't forget your promise. This is your promise that I will bless you and I will make you a father for all nations. Remember Abraham. Remember Abraham. But now, you know, God has been telling Abraham, Abraham is like, yeah, 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 yeah. And nothing was happening. And there comes a time, God changes his strategy to change the mind of Abraham. You know, God was like, ah, come on. When you agree, when you believe, is when the promise is going to come to pass. You see how we limit God? Can you see that? God has already told Abraham, this is what, but God was like, Abraham, I want to bless you. Abraham, come on, come in agreement with me. I want to see this thing happening. But you are limiting me. Okay, let us turn to Genesis chapter 15. I want all of you to listen. What what was happening between God and Abraham here? Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 to 5. After these things, Mm. the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Mm. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield. Your exceedingly great reward. God comes first and tells all the promises God has been telling him. Hey, look, this is the promise I've given you. You will be the father of all nations, right? But Abraham didn't believe. And again, God comes and tells, I am your shield. I am your exceedingly great reward. When God is your reward, you will never lack anything. Right? When God is your reward. So God starts off with this. Because God wants to take out this limitation and wants that promise to be fulfilled in Abraham's life. So God says that I am your exceeding reward. And look at what Abraham is talking. But Abraham said, Mm. Lord God, what will you give me? See, God said what? I am your. And what is Abraham telling? What is Abraham telling? God is telling, I am your reward, exceedingly great reward. And then he's asking, what will you give me? This is how we are. Can you see how we are limiting God? Can you see now how it works? What will you give me? And then, seeing I go childless Mm. and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Mm. Then Abraham said, look, you have given me no offspring. You see, We, we don't want to see what God is telling. We just want to, this is my problem, this is my problem, this is my problem. You know, God is telling, Abraham, stop, I am your great reward. This is my problem. Oh, this uh, Eliezer's son is there. Okay, I have no offspring here. You know, no one is born in my house. Oh, yo, can you see what Abraham was doing? Can you see that? When God has given himself as a reward and here he is telling what? Okay, And behold, Mm. the word of the Lord came to him, Mm. saying, Mm. This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body Mm. shall be your heir. Yeah. And then again, God is so patient. God is so patient. God, like after listening to all the murmuring and complaining, God, what are you giving me? Nothing. You know, you told, but look at my life. I'm having, I'm having, I'm childless, nothing. And then God is telling Abraham, listen. This will not be your hair. You, but one who will come from your own body shall be your hair. God is so patient. God is so patient. He's, he never condemned, Abraham shut up. Okay, you're talking back. Right? God never say. He's again. He's trying to get that, that so many things is stuck in Abraham's mind. So God is trying to take out what is stuck there right when when the water drain is stuck you know you can go and say hey there's a plastic bag so you take out the water runs there's something stuck you take out it so God is trying to take something from Abraham's mind right yeah you are telling but Abraham look not this one and then verse 5 so Abraham like yeah 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 you have been telling me all this while so God is now changing the strategy what God does okay God is like so come come Abraham He's holding the hand come let's go out you're always inside the tent you're just looking at the four walls you your mind is so stuck your mind is so stuck Abraham come out so he's bringing Abraham out and verse 5 then he brought him outside and said Mm. look now toward heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them and count the stars so Abraham would have been like one Two, three, four, five. Oh God, it's too much. I cannot count. Alright, I cannot count, Lord. It is too much. And then? And he said to him. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. So shall your descendants be. What's happening? His mind was getting cleared. All that was stuck in his mind. Whatever God was telling so long, Abraham was like. I'm without child and this and that and this and that. Problem after problem, murmuring after murmuring, complaining after complaining. God says, now look at the stars. Can you count the stars? So while counting, what would have happened? The, the things that were stuck in his mind was getting cleared. Can you see? Right? It was all getting cleared. So when it was cleared, and then what happens in verse 6? Can you read verse 6? And he believed in and the Lord. And he believed. Hallelujah. Amen. And he believed and he believed can you see when can you believe when there is nothing stuck in your mind that is the time that you can believe the lord and that is when the manifestation happens that is when you see your miracle and he believed in the lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness that's it it was done can you see how it works So if your mind is stuck now, you know what to do. Why your life is stuck? Why your business is stuck? Why your family is stuck? Why your marriage is not moving? It is so much of things that is stuck in my mind. When everything is cleared, so easy for you to believe. I believe and it happens. I believe and it happens. So to change his mindset, God has to bring him out and show him, look, this is what. So what you need to do is you have to change what you see in your mind in order for you to believe what God has said to come to pass. The same example in Elijah, 2 Kings, Elisha. the servant was stuck in his mind. Right? He was not able to see what was God doing. He was not able to see the protection that God has given. He was so afraid when he says that, Oh, I can see the enemy's army, but we are, we are gone, we are going to die. He was so afraid. But 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 16 and 17. So he answered, Do not fear, mm. for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Mm. And Elisha prayed and mm. said, Lord, I pray, Open his eyes that he may see. Open his eyes that he may see. The, the servant was not able to see. His mind was stuck. If your mind is stuck, you will not be able to see what God has for you. Is that clear? If your mind is stuck, so Elisha can see, but the servant cannot see. So Elisha is telling God, open his eyes that he may see. Tonight, you need to pray that God, open my eyes so that I can see what is stuck in my mind. Everything that is stuck will come out and I will be able. to see and believe and see my manifestation coming to pass hallelujah and see when he prayed that open his eyes and what is the what happened then then the Lord opened the eyes of the young men and he saw and behold the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. amen so why did Elijah see and his servant cannot see How can you say that, God, I want to learn to see like Elisha. You know, you have to be intentional to change your view of your circumstances to think like God. You have to be intentional. That's why at the starting I said, whatever thoughts that is coming into your mind, you have to catch that thought and see whether that thought is obeying Christ, obeying the word of God. Is this thought according to the word of God? The thought will come and say, hey, you are going to die of sickness. But you catch the thought, no, my Bible tells that I am already healed. Amen. Right by his stripes, I'm healed. I will not die, but I will live to declare the glory of God. So catch that thought and throw away the thought and put the thought that God gives you. Right. You have to replace it when you catch the thought that is not obeying to Christ. You just simply cannot catch it. You have to catch it and replace it with the thought of Christ. That is how your mind will get unstuck. If not, whatever that is clogging your mind is going to be there and on top of it you are trying to put the word and cover it. It's not going to happen. This is why you have to catch every thought. You have to be intentional So when you are not stuck in your mind You will change from being hopeless To being confident in the Lord When your mind is not stuck So ask God to open your mind To see from His point of view Amen Tonight you ask God Open my mind Lord I want to see from the point view of God Not my point view Amen Amen Don't be stuck in your mind. Look at your neighbor and say, "Don't be stuck in your mind." mind. Amen. Don't be stuck in your mind. See, your mindset are formed through your culture. I tell you some of the reasons why you get stuck in your mind. Okay, formed through your cultures, right? This is my culture. I will, I will just follow my culture. You know, if if you're not, you don't follow that culture. That means you're not blessed you see mind gets stuck why culture we are so caught up with culture we are saved we are born again but we are so caught up with culture this is my culture I will not let go of my culture But we are so blessed. We Christians, Hindus, Buddhists, Indians, you know, Chinese. Everybody come together and we have one culture, kingdom culture. Hallelujah. Amen. We have one culture that is a kingdom culture. When you have the kingdom culture, you will not be stuck. You will not be stuck. You will be so happy to mingle with everyone and say that, hey, I'm so happy to come to your house. We have become one. of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So your mindset, sometimes your mindset are formed through your past experiences. Past experiences, you have never seen anything good. This, This guy in his Bible saw nothing good coming out from Nazareth. So when Jesus was doing good, he says out of his past experiences, he look and say, hey, nothing good can come out. You see how the mind can be stuck? Because he saw that nothing good in Nazareth will come out. But Jesus said, hey, nothing good can come out from Nazareth. But when I come, everything will be good. Hallelujah. He changed the mindset. Amen. Right. So you need to understand your mindsets are many times formed because of your family background. Your father was like that. Son is also like that. The son is like that the grandchild also like that right so you have to stand up and say no i have to break this mindset that was formed because of my family and backgrounds right the other things that your 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 mindset can be because of the level of exposure if you don't have an exposure your mindset will be so stuck and you will not be able to overcome and another thing that your mindset can be stuck is because of your associations Whom do you associate with? It's very important. Bible tells us love is a command. You have to love everyone. But Bible doesn't tell you to associate with everyone. If someone keeps talking negative, someone keeps pulling you down, someone keeps telling you that no, this is not going to work. You know, you are not going to see your miracle. You know, you need to say that, hey, come on, I love you, but I need to break off with you and I have to move forward. You understand what I'm telling? So you need to know that I cannot be stuck anymore because the voices that you hear is very important. That is why in Genesis chapter 3 verse 11, when God came to Adam and Eve, he said, who told you that? Which means God is asking, whose voice have you been listening to? When you say that this is not going to happen, God will come to you and say that, who told you that? Whose voice are you listening to? If your mind is stuck which means you are listening to some voice that is making you to stay stuck there today you tell no i'm going to come out of it yes. hallelujah I'm going to come out of it. Amen. So you have to be very careful. Did you listen to the counsel of the ungodly? Did you listen to the voice of the doctor? Did you listen to the voice that says that you will not come up in life? Did you listen to the voice which says that your, your father was sick, your grandfather was sick, you will also be sick. What voice are you listening to right now? If you are stuck with that voice, this is the time that the voice has to come out. In Jesus' mighty name, be intentional to walk away from people who do not help you in your spiritual walk. Amen. If they are not able to push you forward to the things of God, be intentional. I love you. I bless you. You know, I don't hate you, but I'm going to walk away from you. So how to get your mind unstuck? unstuck? Romans chapter 8 verse 6. For to set the mind on the flesh Mm. is death. Set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the spirit Mm. is life and peace. Amen. So how to tell what your mind is set on? How to know whether my mind is set on the flesh or the spirit? How do you know? Listen to your words. Amen. How to know whether your mind is set on the flesh or the spirit? Answer is listen to your own words. Listen to your words. Your words are activating life and peace or your words are activating death. Right? So if your words are activating life and peace, that means your mind is set on the spirit. If your words are activating death, your mind is set on the flesh. So you know, right? Today, where is your mind set Right? Elijah set his mind on the spirit and he was able to be calm in times of trouble. There was an army that was coming but he was so calm. Life and peace is a sign on the mind that is set on the spirit. Mind is set on the spirit. It has to be peaceful. It has to be peaceful. Last verse. Come. Colossians 3.2 Set your minds on things Mm. that are above. Set your minds on things that are above. Not on things that are on earth. Amen. You control your mind. Can you repeat after me? Say, I control my mind. I set my mind anywhere I want to. My mind is under my authority. I am not going to be stuck anymore.